You remember a few weeks ago we, we talked about uh, uh, Justin and Justin being like interns here. Well, we one of the things that I've asked them to do is to come up and give a very short um, little message to us. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be taking notes. Um, if you want to take notes, you can. Or you can just encourage them afterwards. <laughs> but they're very nervous. And, and that. so once a month we're going to have them come up and do like 10 minutes uh, and share with us. So today is Justin Dwight's first. The first is going to be Justin Dwight today. Let's welcome him and make him feel comfortable, shall we? Yeah, Jay. Thanks. Uh, if you guys could all turn to Hosea chapter 10. Hosea is um, after Daniel and right before Joel. It's the first of the minor prophets. And while you're turning there, I'll give you a little background on Hosea. Um, God, he loves us all, right? But Israel was his chosen people. And in Hosea, it talks about how Israel had turned their back on God. They had, you know, he had their love for them, but they didn't have their love for him. And, and they had um, started worshiping false gods. And, and so in Hosea, it talks about the judgment that's coming down on Israel, and it talks about the, the punishment that's coming towards them. And the verses we're going to look at are towards the end of that punishment, but they're they're kind of a positive note in the middle of all that. So in chapter 10, verse 12, it says, Sow yourself righteousness, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. But you have planted wickedness, you have reaped evil, and you have eaten the fruit of deception, because you have depended on your own strength and on your many warriors. So the first thing he talks about is, Sow yourself righteousness and reap the fruit of unfailing love. You guys have all heard the saying, you reap what you sow. So if you're, if you're planting seeds of God's, um, for God's purpose, then you're going to get back God's love in return. Um, and it says, it says, I lost my spot, and break up your unplowed ground. So I don't know a whole lot about farming. Are any of you guys farmers, any farmers in here? Right. It's not a common thing anymore. But back then, you know, he's talking about farmers. He's not talking about web designers or whatever else because it's more more uh, standard. So but when plowing, plowing is the work that is involved. OK, you can all plant a couple of seeds and we can pick the fruit that comes up afterwards. But plowing is you have to break up that ground. You have to put effort into it. It takes a lot of time. It it's it's hard. OK. And so he says, Plow your time to break up your unplowed ground. But the the real thing that gets me here is right after he says that it says, For it is time to seek the Lord. Okay? And so when I was coming up with these verses, I was really stressing about time. Okay, I didn't have time to take care of my job, I didn't have time to take care of the youth ministry, I didn't have time to take care of everything that was going on in my life. And so I read this and I said, Wait a minute, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into what we do. We all have hard days, we all have hard work that we have to do, but after and when we're doing that all, we still have to find time to seek the Lord. And so it says, you have reaped, um, for it's time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you, but you have planted wickedness and you have reaped evil, you have eaten the fruit of deception because you have depended on your own strength and on your many worries. So he's saying, you know, all this horrible stuff, this wickedness is coming towards us, but it's because we've depended on other people. We've depended on our own strength. We've depended on, on the strength of other people. And 
and we haven't depended on God's strength. And, and I think it's a common saying, you know, we hear it in church all the time, you know, depend on the Lord's strength. But, but really, where do we turn when things are hard? And it's not even, you know, this talks about who we turn to, but what do we turn to? I, I noticed that, you know, I turned to stupid things. You know, a lot of us turn to stupid things. You say, oh, I had a hard day's work. Let me uh, turn on the TV, you know. Oprah can't solve all our problems. <laughs> you know, they might advertise that she can, but she can't solve all our problems, okay. And, and you know, some of us, we'd say, I'm going to go out for a drive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to food. I'm going to turn to drugs and alcohol. I'm going to turn to whatever it might be. But we turn to all these things. And we turn to all these people, you know, you say, well, I can't take care of that. I'll have uh, my coworker take care of it for me. I'll have my kids take care of it for me or whatever it might be. And we turn to all these things, but we don't turn to God. Okay? And so now it goes back to it's time to seek the Lord. Okay? Verse 12. So how do we seek the Lord, though? That, that's where it comes down. You know, I can, I can say it, Pastor Rich can say it, but how do we really seek the Lord in our lives? And, and how, very practically, how do we do it? And, and I can think of, um, you know, three main ways. And the first one would be our devotional life. And, and do we, are we seeking the Lord by reading his word? Are we seeking the Lord by praying with him? Okay, praying is, is our communication with God. It's, it's our way, it's a, you know, it's like 1-800-GOD. You know, it's toll-free, it's right there for us. It's how we get to talk to God when we get the chance. And, and the chance is always there, okay? Um, and, and we need to be able to actually know that when we're praying that we are talking to God. You know, sometimes I think we just throw up hollow prayers and we say, you know, God, if you can help me, if you can do this, and but he's really there. He's really listening to what we have to say. He's, it's, it's, and, and if we listen and if we take the time to, to separate ourselves from everything, we will hear him in return. Um, and the other way I was saying is, is that we, we, is that we seek the Lord by reading his word. We can't know what God wants for us if we're not reading about it. You know, we have the advantage that, that, so many people back in the day didn't have. They, we, you know, all you guys all have Bibles, right? Most of you have Bibles. We have that advantage, and we need to take advantage of it. Um, God has given us this, and, and it shows us, it, it tells us his will. It tells us how he wants to live our lives. It tells us where we can turn, what to do when we run into certain problems. But you know, sometimes we just get too bored with it or we get too confused by it and we don't press on. We just give it up. But, but it's saying when you hit those hard times, it's time to seek the Lord for it is time to seek the Lord. And the, the third major way that I see um, that, that we can seek the Lord is by serving him. And, and I, I notice in my own life that when you're serving the Lord and that when you're pressing for what God has for you, and when you're really pushing to do his work, you know, it goes back to the beginning of verse 12. You reap what you sow. When you're, when you're doing God's work and you're doing all you can for God and you're devoting your life to him, you will see that come back in return. You will see God's presence there. And, and you know, I can really think back to when me and Lindsay took the kids to Nicaragua and, and they were pressing hard for God's work, and they were working like crazy trying to get everything done and do all these crafts and 
work projects and whatever else it might be, and God used them. And they did their drama, and, and you know, they weren't so sure about it, and God used them. And we, you know, they went and hundreds of people saw that drama, you know, and it was very strong. It was very evangelical, and, and hundreds and hundreds of people saw it. And, and if you are serving the Lord, that's how you're going to see the Lord. Okay, sometimes we just sit around and we wait for him to come, but you need to seek him. You need to look for him. You need to to, to chase after him. Um, so how do we literally get ourselves to do it, though? It's easy to say, oh, I got to read my Bible. I know I got to read my Bible more. I'm sure lots of you guys know that you need to read your Bible more than you do. I know that I don't pray enough. So how do we literally get ourselves to do it? I think it comes down to, to keeping count. Everyone, take a, take a look around this room. There's how many people in this room, okay? And they're all here for the same purpose, okay? And, and you guys all have something in common, okay? So you need to take advantage of that fact. And, and, and yeah, there might be some people in here that you guys don't get along with or whatever it might be, but there's got to be someone in here that you do get along with. And, and take that and... <laughs> Take that and say, wait a minute, you know, have you been reading your Bible? We can stay accountable to each other. That's why we all come to this same place together, so we can learn together, but so that we can also stay accountable to each other. And it doesn't, you know, accountability partners are good, and they're a great thing, and I encourage everyone to go get one, but it doesn't have to be a set accountability partner. How many times when we're talking in, in this building after church, how often is that talk related to our spiritual lives? Okay. And we can, we can take that time and we can say, hey, Jim, how, you know, how's your walk? How have you been, you know, what have you been reading lately? You know, what, what's God been teaching you lately? And that's something that, you know, it should be a more common, common thing in our lives where we can feel comfortable enough with each other to actually ask those questions. But we make it so that that you know that's kind of like well some he's got someone private that he can do that with and i don't want to ask jim that because he, you know i don't, i don't know what he's going to say to me and what if i don't like the answer and, and so but i think that's the biggest thing is that we keep accountable to each other and like i said it's great i think it's a, a awesome thing. i think it's what god wants us to have accountability partners someone that we're specifically accountable to but but we're also here so we can stay accountable to all each other individually um so that's about all I have today. So let's just pray and close. Dear Lord, I just uh, thank you for for uh, this group of people, Lord, that, that we can all come here and seek you, Lord. And um, we just pray that, that our, our um, drive for you wouldn't end on coming on Sundays, Lord, but it would be all times, that we wouldn't restrict ourselves to praying and reading your word to our devotional times, but that when we feel uncomfortable or we feel good that we could read your word at other times lord and that we could pray to you whenever we feel the need lord and um and just pray um for all these people here lord that and, and myself included that we would just be able to keep each other accountable and that we would be able to turn to each other and and uh in times of stress or need or or in good times too lord um we just thank you for for your presence in our lives and Jesus' name.